It is the Chicago vs. United audio podcast, your Chicago scene salvation, featuring interviews with the premier talent in the Chicago music and culture community. My name is Haima Black. I host this podcast every week at ChicagoVersUnited.com. This week, I'm on the phone with Mike Perry from the Dirty Diamonds in advance of the group's headlining show this coming Tuesday, October 19th at Lincoln Hall. Mike, how's it going? It's going pretty good. Nice night, walking around Logan Square. <laughs> How has everything been with like you and, and with Dirty Diamonds? Oh, everything's going great. We just... Uh, release a new music video for uh, the B-side to the Singularity Part 1, Heaven's Play. It was uh, directed by Sean Phineas, who uh, associated with Hispic. It's a really cool video. looks great. Um, we have another a new Singularity dropping on the 26th. Uh, we took last month, last month off, but for the next two months, it will be just straight Singularity. So 3 and 4 will be out 26th, and then the third, third week of uh, November. For this particular one that's coming out in two weeks, it's our first songs ever using... Uh, distortion on our guitars so it's kind of a weird feeling to be doing that but uh it's the songs are turning out really well and uh we're the b-side's going to be a uh, misfits cover dude that's crazy yeah which which yeah, misfits no. song oh like one of our favorites uh hybrid moments in the prime the prime of glenn danzig's career in my opinion you brought up a lot that i want to touch on in the interview but kind of immediately based on everything you just said you know when i first discovered dirty diamonds i would not have expected a misfits cover to come out of you guys and it, it kind of seems like with the projects that you're doing now and the new music you're releasing it seems like the band is branching out a little bit would you say that that's fair because we're well you know we have all these influences and you know like we've said before we're trying not to pigeonhole ourselves and you know we have all the time in the world we can do realistically we have a studio we can do any style of song we want without any limitations which is great and you know we're all like at least the most of us we used to be punks when we were growing up and like used to like worship Glenn Danzig era like Misfits I still do and like him in general so it's like we've been doing this cover for about a year and we just decided because it's Halloween you know why not record it but it's uh, the version that we have are, are at least working on is super nasty and uh, I've been real real excited about it it's going to be the perfect Halloween uh, run around uh, Kmart try on tiny t-shirts and like rip them <laughs> type song now are you guys going to be doing the vocals or are the girls going to be doing the vocals oh the girls are doing the vocals they have that's, been that's for the awesome because like I said they're also Misfits fans too so it's coming full circle you mentioned the new video which I saw and that is it's trippy as hell um, <laughs> it's very dreamlike very surreal did you you guys come up with the concept or was that the director uh that was the director sean but the thing is he's known for doing kind of out there videos he did uh the latest light pollution one i, I can't remember the song but it's it's pretty yeah. crazy and he also uh did the video for uh salem's king knight which is also a pretty rad video and it was just his concept you know we rented a couple cloaks and just ate up all night and that's what we got yeah dude it's totally when i watched it i was just like this is so like, I felt stoned just watching the video. Oh, yeah, no, that's the whole point. Or at least what we were trying to get at, you know <laughs> what I mean? It's like really clean, crisp, singular objects, you know, that were distinct with the background. It's, yeah, I, I love the video, personally. I not think it's that, really cool. It's my own, just because I think it looked pretty cool. <laughs> and again, not what you would expect from Dirty Diamonds. Yeah, exactly. We're really trying to, like, not limit ourselves to the, the monster ballads. And, you know, we like to have at least, I don't know, kind of like David Bowie approach to uh, our music and style. You know, we don't want to just stick 
stick with one thing. You know, after a while, that gets boring. But here we are, like, having a blast, like, working with all these different styles. Like, I was saying, like, having, like, the first time in our career, having, like, distortion, like, on our guitars. We've never had that before. Like, if you want to consider, like, hope you had fun uh, off of Monster Ballads, that maybe. But the thing is, like, the whole track is just, like, fuzzed out. So I don't even consider this. This is, like, the first, like, clean track we've had that's, like, kind of, like, more reminiscent of, like, Mark Bolin and T-Rex. We're also been trying to get, uh, get in uh, doing, like, Dinosaur Jr. style songs. And this is what the A-side for this month will be like. So you guys are really all over the map, but you're definitely trying to incorporate a lot of old-school influences from kind of a lot of different eras, it sounds like. Yeah. This coming Tuesday, October 19th, Dirty Diamonds, headlining Lincoln Hall. Have you guys performed there before? Yeah, we played there uh, July third with the heavy like i don't want to i don't want to say what my uh former favorite venue was before that but this is kind of taking its place dude lincoln hall is a great place to see a show and it's a really cool place to see a party too or to like oh yeah exactly. attend a party. like it's just it's laid out so well and it's just like the staff there is super nice like everywhere else you know we have to deal with like the biggest dick holes on the planet <laughs> but like at least here they like treat us like we're actually artists which i kind of like yeah <laughs> dude I, I i agree i like going there now you're headlining and uh-huh. It seems like Dirty Diamonds. You guys have been on like a lot of opening on the on the opening side of a lot of bills, but yeah, you know, is this kind of one of your bigger headlining shows in Chicago? Yeah, I would say so. You know, we've never we've headlined places like the Metro and like Subterranean and stuff like that, but we've never done Lincoln Hall. And I kind of feel as if it's an honor, you know, just to prove you know the band is working hard and we haven't gotten our name out there that we can headline you know a venue like that, and especially of that size. It's kind of surreal in a way. You know what else surprised me about Dirty Diamonds? as a live act is I saw you guys play a couple weeks ago, maybe a month, month and a half ago at Honky Tonk Barbecue in Pilsen. And you guys are like really loud. Like you're a supremely loud live band. I don't know if it's just the sound in that venue, but I was not expecting that big of a sound. Yeah, no, it's it's like one of those things, you know, we're like directs our influences, you know, like me and Austin are like, like grew up being obsessed with bands like My Bloody Valentine and stuff. And oh yeah, yeah very it's, loud. It's in, a, it's in a girl group setting and it's pop music at heart, but like that doesn't mean it can't have balls at the end of the day especially for the live show and you know that's just what i want i don't want it to be and i don't think any of us any of us want to be considered just a flat band you know we want it to be how we want it live and that's loud yeah and have some balls for sure uh-huh. earlier in the interview you mentioned the singularity it's a series of free digital singles that you've been releasing kind of once a month give or take like what was the motivation for kind of taking that route as opposed to just doing one big ep or one record the big reason why we started doing this is because monster ballads itself was an album that was written two years ago like that ep was written two years ago and you know since then we've obviously been able to write a lot more songs we had all these songs building up that we just decided, you know, we don't want to do a full album just because we finished Monster Ballads in April or released in April. And, you know, we had all these songs that we were like about to record. So we just said, you know, whatever. And we decided to release it as a series of uh, digital seven inches. I, I always I always feel really weird about that term. But uh, people someone, use it, though. Someone started, I think my Kentucky blog started saying it, but I just want to say like mini EP, basically, because the concept of the digital seven inch kind of makes my stomach churn a little bit. <laughs> but that, that's just me, you know. I just think of them um, as digital singles. That's how I look at it. That's actually the best way to put it, yeah. But we still want to keep with the A-side, B-side, so giving two songs rather than just one track. You know, we, We're strong believers of having our content be available as much of it as we can for free you know because like like between you and me like it takes a whole lot to actually get me to go to the record store and like actually pay like my money which there's not a huge abundance of yeah absolutely you know 
And so I'm, you know, we're trying to think about our core fan base, you know, because like I said, we were like, some of us still have that, you know, punk mentality where it's just like, there's no value on this, you know what I mean? Other than what you like put to it. You know, we just want to have all of our content available so, you know, people can listen to it and enjoy it. You know what I mean? I'm really in love with that model. Um, What I'm going to kind of call the band camp model right now where oh, yeah. bands are putting up these songs and you can either pay what you want or get some songs for free or get the whole thing for free but you know whether it's Bandcamp or SoundCloud or whatever kind of method you're using when you're making your music that accessible to people I think it really works in your favor because people can get it they're not like oh do I want to spend three bucks on this which doesn't sound like a lot of money but to people buying music right now I think it is and if they just get it for free then they know that they like your band yeah, no, we just like, I don't know, I, I, I'm i really proud of the music that we make, and, you know, I feel like if we put a price on that, that would hinder people even, like, getting into it at first, so it's just having having that model is just, it works for us, you know what I mean, people are able to hear us, and it's not a huge hassle. Have you guys given any thought to, you know, once all the Singularity tracks and EPs are released, doing some kind of, like, box set or a deluxe EP or vinyl, or do you think it'll strictly stay digital? It's going to stay digital for a moment, but I'm actually, I've been thinking about doing a physical release of it you know whether it be cd uh or an actual record because i want to have it out there but then again i also like i said i also feel like all right let me let me put it this way i these songs i feel like are finished but not finished because i want to eventually and we all kind of want to eventually redo certain ones with full studio musicians once we are able to get to that point so we have huge like lush arrangements and like actual like people playing instruments different studio musicians but i think i'm gonna i I'd like to put out these songs, at least at the moment, and we're finally finished. That could be like the deluxe edition or something where you have the studio musicians on the tracks, and that's like yeah. the big finish Or something product. like that. You know, like we always, you know, always want to at least go as big as we possibly can within the limit. And, you know, say we start doing more things, you know, that's going to be more of a possibility, and I'm super excited about it. Now, how has the response been from people who are coming to the shows, who are downloading these songs and, and your EPs and things like that? Uh, it's been it's been actually really good. You know, we've been surprised at our uh, at our fan base in the city, especially you know this past summer it grew considerably, especially with the release of the new songs and such. You know, it felt like at one point it was just three flies around about us, but now you know we finally feel at least to a point you know fully backed in the city. You know what I mean? And I feel like that's a big problem for a lot of Chicago bands. There's a lot of great bands. It's just you know hard for people to actually take the time to actually listen to them. Yeah, and again, I think that the sense of community with kind of the electronic artists, and I'm using that term broadly because I don't know if I would describe Dirty Diamonds as strictly an electronic band, but I think yeah. that you guys could fit on a bill with Gemini Club, you know? Yeah, yeah. I think we have yeah. before. So but, it's like uh, there's there's that, and people can find your music online for free, so I think you've got all those things working in your favor here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, everything, everything's, every Chicago's been great to us as of late, and I personally can't complain. You've released two volumes of The Singularity so far. How many are in the works total? In the work, there's six. Okay. So we're going to be doing this two months at a time so this month in november there will be two singularities in a row we have a month off in december and then uh we finish it off in january nice. and then that'll be the end of it and then we're hoping to you know maybe do some more stuff towards the summer write new material maybe uh go back and revisit some uh way older songs that we haven't even recorded yet but have been around for like around two years um it might get to that point but you know we'll have to see how it does
you know, the other thing that you've got going on, very serious project. I know you've been talking about kind of your punk influence throughout the interview. Talk to me about Gruel. Oh, man. Um, well, Gruel is, Gruel is a side project of uh, Austin and myself. Gruel basically is, you know, like I said, me and Austin grew up in like punk and hardcore scene when we were younger. And, you know, even though I was in California, a big influence for me was uh, Charles Bronson from DeKalb. Well, yeah, Charles Bronson, you know, one of the one of the granddaddies of power violence is, is I grew up obsessing over their discography. Ants and the Kool-Aid is still one of my favorite tracks. And, you know, it's just the idea of just pissed off, angry, short songs. And, you know, we're having... Uh, you know, we we started the band actually after the uh, the Mel Gibson incident that happened on with his like voicemail with his and like just, series of summer mixtapes that were like blowing up the charts this summer. Yeah, basically, and you know, like I just wanted to tell the dude like just stop calling or she's gonna record it, you know. And I guess he just didn't take my advice. But uh, <laughs> basically, uh, we're putting out on a we're putting out a record on my me and Austin's label, Teen Smoker Records, we're putting out the tape, which is called Hell Gibson, and the uh, album art's not safe for work, but, uh, no. you know, I like to call them high ideas, so they're on there. But it's going to be it's gonna be released strictly on tape. Uh, I think we're playing a show on the 22nd in Logan Square, but that's going to be the first appearance of Gruel, and uh, that itself is uh, going to be a live show in and of itself. Well, dude, that's pretty awesome. Those songs are really pretty out of control. It almost reminds me a little bit of The Locusts, just in kind yeah. of the... It's, it's, it's a simpler locust mixed with more big black influence. Yeah, it's just like get um, in, get out. Yeah, basically, we don't want to spend too much time. It's all immature humor. You know, we're, me and Austin both agreed to this project that we're done. We're done trying to be studious. We just want to be meatheads right now, <laughs> at least with this project. So it's just immature, short, pissed off. I, I like to think about it like you shake a can of soda and let off the top. That's basically the record. Well, and, uh, oh, go yeah, ahead. I, I just want to uh, do one final send-off, if that's okay. Sure, sure, sure. Um, the Dirty Diamonds will be playing at Lincoln Hall on the 19th, which is Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And we will be releasing in the next week, or not the next week, but the next uh, two weeks, the Singularity Part 3. going to be a good one. Anyone listening, download it. It's free. I'm not even going to ask you for your email address, so don't even worry. And what's the, what's the Bandcamp URL where people can actually grab these tracks? The Bandcamp and... To, to the listeners out there, I str- I highly stress going to the Bandcamp MySpace. I'm not even going to touch it. I don't even want to look at it. The Bandcamp URL is thedirtydiamonds.bandcamp.com. We also have everything streaming along with our show roster at Pump the Dirty Diamonds, and that's Pump with a P, PumpTheDirtyDiamonds.com. Awesome, dude. Well, um, Mike Perry, always good to talk to you, man. Always good to always see you out in the city. I will see you at Lincoln Hall this week. Oh, good, dude, I'll see you first. Dirty Diamonds doing great things, man. Keep it up. All right, thank you, Base God. This has been the Chicago vs. United Audio Podcast, your Chicago scene salvation. Thanks to Mike Perry of Dirty Diamonds for being on the show this week. You can stream and download all past episodes of the Chicago vs. United Podcast at chicagoversunited.com, including interviews with Gemini Club, BBU, Hey Champ, Kid Color, and many, many more. And be sure to follow us online at facebook.com slash dynastypodcast, twitter.com slash dynastypodcast, and dynastypodcast.tumblr.com. For the Dynamic Dynasty, my name is Haima Black, Dynasty Descend.